She likes the podcast we listen to this about talk about life, news and anything interesting. Welcome back everyone to a new episode of the Chillax Podcast. I hope all of you are doing well. You know, today's episode is gonna be just a regular update episode, just talking about different things, nothing specific um in general like the previous ones. Um yeah, I this is something that I'm trying to do. Just regular update stuff, talk about everything. Perhaps this could be a sign that <laughs> I'm reaching the end of the podcast, right? Where, like, I have nothing more to say. I have nothing deep to 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 talk about. And sometimes I ask myself, how long will I do this podcast for? Because you know, now that I'm reaching this point, where I'm not necessarily talking about specific topics anymore. I'm talking about other things, random things that are happening. And I'm just wondering, like, how long can I keep doing this? Will I eventually run out of topics? And in the past, I've also been thinking about it, right? When will I run out of topics to talk about? And, you know, I'm just grateful for the podcast because I realize it is this uh, questioning, this reflection on the fact that I might run out of topics in, at the end of the day kind of forces me to find new experiences or maybe not find, lah, I'm not so proactive, but to embrace new experiences when it is offered to me to really just go experience different things so that I can share it on the podcast and you know to keep my life I suppose less boring and more um more interesting not exciting but interesting in this case yeah so it's not going for um overseas trip like going to Malaysia or just talking about other things experiencing you know different kind of things like uh going on potentially go on dates using dating apps uh what other things uh doing all these push-ups and you know uh, exercising stuff actually now i talk about it there's actually not much really to be honest <laughs> did, I, did i really go and find new experiences here and there not a lot but i try i guess maybe once i reach the really the end of the world in this case where i have no more things to share then i'll really be compelled to keep finding new things but now it's just waiting more more reactive instead of proactive for sure so a lot of these things are sharing about my like overseas trip for now yeah so i think speaking about overseas trip one of the recent ones that are going to happen soon which is like next week i guess going to malaysia which is nice going to kl and what is happening is that we are not going to be be like um walking across or something uh, or taking like a normal public bus we're going to take that that luxury coach thing so if you guys remember like you know, if you go Genting you can take the kind of luxury coach right and I never had the chance to try it unfortunately like last time when I go to Genting about a decade ago we took the coach bus so it's one of those like I think back then it was so long ago man that uh, I still remember our public buses some of the seats was like it has that felt uh cloth kind of like carpet material on it that when you smack that thing <laughs> you will have all the dust kind of fly out of the kind so around that era um i went to genting and the genting coach bus also is similar and i, I remember it was it was terrible la. i mean the seats was terrible i would say all the seats are very cramped the backrest is kind of very stiff and very like straight and upright and 
I remember I couldn't handle um vehicles, so I would get motion sickness and especially on the coach. Imagine you ride that coach right for like four, five hours or even six hours. And then at first right it was okay because Malaysia roads quite straight. But then once you hit that that mountain right, you keep turning, 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 right? Then I'll go I go mental. Even with the straight roads, I also couldn't handle it. And and it was just terrible. And sometimes I remember seeing back then it wasn't very common, but there was some luxury coach here and there. And it was it was like wow. How come you cannot take that one? And it's a bit sad. Yeah. It's about the poor poor upbringing thing again. Just didn't have the opportunity to take that kind. And I think that time it wasn't popular as well. It was only a few buses there and it, it might be quite expensive, I remember. Yeah. Then I think as we uh as days or years gone by, then it becomes more and more like I would say yes, it's more common now. And finally I'm I have, I'm gonna go on the luxury coach, the airplane, uh the, the business class airplane experience on the bus and i see the pictures it looks actually quite sick like i think i've seen some of the videos as well like tiktok instagram shots reels youtube shots as well where they show like the person experiencing it wow, wow. for 40 to 50 dollars you get to um experience this like giant seats you can recline without affecting the person behind you have like free entertainment system free food and what free wi-fi so it sounds amazing and I hope it is a it's a good one, it's a good experience. Because what 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 happened was that we took we are taking the luxury coach across to KL. We are not going Genting, we are just going KL and then we are taking a plane back. So I forgot what, what was the reason why we are why we decided to take the plane back. I wasn't doing a lot of the planning, but I think it was more of to save time because if we are coming back on a Sunday there will be a lot of people at the causeway and you don't want the bus to be stuck there alright so having a plane flying back will be not too bad and as far as the price goes I would say it's about the same like I think a plane is about 50 to 60 dollars so the luxury coach is only 40 dollars and essentially you are saving like a ton of time because you are flying flying takes about 30 minutes to an hour from KL to Singapore whereas uh, a coach will take about four to five hours and then at the same time eh, is it four to five hours KL to to Singapore? Maybe even lesser, but if you think about the Sunday crowd, it might be even more and the, such a big vehicle. I think there's a bus lane if I'm not wrong. So it should be fine. But imagine the 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 jam man because I remember like I'm not sure how the the lanes kind of diverges. I'm not quite sure whether there's a dedicated bus lane. I know the public bus, like our Singapore bus, there's a dedicated bus lane now. But I think it, it, at some points it kind of merges. No, I don't think so. Now it's one straight line. But I think for this kind of private buses, I don't know how it will interact with the public ones, whether they have their own lane or not. So this is something to think about. But one of our friends are like going back on the luxury coach because it's nearer, I suppose. Yeah, so one of the other consideration was that if you take the luxury coach, you can end at like Woodlands or UT, that kind. And it's more convenient if you live in the north side. But if you take a plane, then you gotta start at Changi. And imagine going from Changi to, to north side, which is my, my scenario here. It's gonna be very dreadful, I would say. So it, it, it's picking the poison, I suppose. It's either you sit on the bus for four to, 
five hours and getting stuck in the causeway and comparing it to you know flying early flying fast reaching but then you have to take the bus from Changi back or if you don't want to to you know wait too long you take the cab or oh, it's going to be expensive but for sure i'm not going to take a cab i think by the time i got back lucky not, not lucky but the things that we got the, the timing we got was like quite early so to prevent any delays because thanks they got work all right so you know i still got time i'm quite sure there's a there will still be bus at about nine plus so that will be that seems about right and that's fine we can go and experience i'm not quite sure what, what we're going to do in kl i just gonna let my friend <laughs> plan uh roughly we're gonna do what atv or go kart then we're gonna visit the gordon ramsay restaurant uh i heard quite a lot about it i think not too long ago it opened in kl right so that was like wow a lot of people talk about it but i'm not quite sure is it like crazy good or not but i know that it's expensive like i don't know how expensive it was until i checked the menu recently and i realized it's like i mean we all know right the beef wellington is their is their main highlight dish right then i go and see then i thought you know malaysia now is getting cheaper the ringgit and everything then i see oh still expensive yeah still very expensive and it was quite su- surprisingly expensive i have to say because you see the beef wellington usually they were they will slice it up for you, right? Like one piece. Then I see three hundred dollar ringgit. How much is it divided by three or three point four? Wow, seventy dollars thing. Then it's like for one piece of beef Wellington, seventy dollars thing. Am I gonna fill my stomach up? Is it gonna be godlike in terms of taste? Is it gonna be insanely tasty, delicious, mouth-watering, juicy, memorable? I don't think so, though. I paid about the same price, $70 for uh what A4 A5 Wagyu set at Center Point. Uh, it was amazing during my birthday. My friends treated me. I didn't really pay for it, but it was around that price and it was it was pretty insane, I have to say. It was very nice and memorable. But I'm not quite sure about the beef Wellington. There were other dishes as well, but roughly the price is about the same as well. So I was just wondering like <sighs> Okay lah, for this first time experience, just try it once and see how, how it goes. And you never get this kind of opportunity, right? And I suppose it's cheaper in Malaysia than Singapore. And I'm not, I don't think Singapore also have it as well. Um, yeah, so why not? Because I, when I saw the price, I was thinking, yeah, I must well just save like what? How much is it? 70 divided by 5. About 10 to 12 times the money, right? I can spend about six seven dollars go mary brown eat fried chicken i will enjoy it more because i personally feel that mary brown is pretty good very very good way better than like jollibee popeyes i suppose comparable but it's the seasoning of the chicken for some reason just tastes so much better which is which is great lah. so i so hopefully i find some time if i got time i'll go and eat mary brown either at the airport or nearby KL, like around the area. Besides that, I'm not quite sure what other things we are doing. Like we haven't really planned that. That like we are not gonna do some strict planning, like day by day, time by time. We're just gonna see how it goes. Yeah. So besides the Malaysia thing, talking about eating, uh, 
it's kind of sad i i also catch myself i think i spoke about this quite a few times before that i'm eating a lot of unhealthy food and i feel that this is one of those months or this past few months has been pretty i don't know it's worse lah, i would say i'm eating a lot more unhealthy food i think just to treat myself and just not not really like um watching what i'm eating just eating a lot of like fast food and everything and i realized like my whole perspective and my whole lifestyle like eating right is very different from others because i know i remember back then like there was a period like generally people don't eat a lot of instant noodle or fast food i spoke with my like friends before or doing army um they talk about how they eat what fast food once every two weeks once every month and i realized i eat it almost every week sometimes twice a week which is not that great and cup noodles also sometimes people eat very sparingly and i realized like just my the things i eat is just not that good and i don't know i think my mind my concept right of what what to eat is so skewed in the sense where i'm eating so much unhealthy food that if i don't eat it then i eat what i eat fish ball noodle i eat yong tau fu every day can't be right and maybe it's just i'm not an adventurous eater that's why i'm like limited by a lot of things usually people eat cai fan right but i don't eat cai fan every day and it's like i'm not too sure <laughs> that's tough if i can eat everything maybe if i one thing i will eat i will eat if i can eat vegetables right if i can take it or get used to it then i will eat vegetables like salad every time because it seems like the most plain uh uninteresting healthiest and i suppose feeling because it's very fibrous right i'll eat that because i'm someone that is if i want to eat, i only like a certain kind of food and if i want to enjoy then i will eat those food otherwise i can eat the same plain stuff every day and salad is seems like the perfect one but it seems also very expensive anything that's salad vegetables related healthy food yeah but you know when i get when i get obsessed with a food i'll just keep eating it i think recently there was some there's some sort of obsession that happened i just realized where uh the nearby coffee shop they opened this uh i don't know what is this store called okay this okay i know the name it's called haiki soy sauce chicken so i think they sell soy sauce the usual hong kong rolls kind of thing and they seem like a semi kind of chain store and it's it's not too bad i feel that generally i'm i'm quite like my taste for chicken rice is quite well developed i know what is good what is bad and i have a certain preference and usually you know anything that's above average is that i can i can tell like the ones that are below average and average right you can really taste the diff you can really taste like they all look they all taste very generic it feels like it comes out from the same factory from the same recipe but it's always those that are popular right have a certain twist to it it's either in the rice or in the chicken and even their soup is also have a certain kind of um, difference in taste and i think haiki is one of those like uh chicken rice that is different at first i thought soya sauce chicken barbecue the hong kong rolls one right they it's the standard kind like they have white rice and this one but surprisingly it's different the rice they have is the chicken rice rice and then their chicken is also um 
very tender surprisingly so and the the sauce that they drip over the chicken rice right is perfect usually i don't really like um sweet sauce and a lot of these hong kong rolls have to make all this sauce very sweet but it wasn't sweet at all it was a very like um umami kind of kind of like a uh, sauce which is amazing because i like soya sauce like generally i like like shoyu ramen and the sauce kind of make it even more i suppose like it's not just salty anymore it has a certain sense of bitterness and, and meatiness to it which is insane and i think the soup also is not too bad the soup was the surprising one i never drank this kind of soup before it has a mix of like what salted cuttlefish um some sort of seafood inside there and some sort of like uh cuttlefish i think so i'm my i think my palate is not well developed to be able to tell what kind of what kind of ingredients they put inside but the soup was interesting it was very unique i never drank the kind of soup before which which is nice goes pretty well with the chicken yeah so that one right i tried it like last week and i was like wow so nice the next saturday tried it sunday went back to try the other one so i tried rose pork and i tried the soya sauce chicken both are great equally good so i i wanted to go there again like on monday or something <laughs> then i think about it i catch myself like oh my god it's so weird because the people who are tending the store are the same people like almost every day and then if i go there almost every day it feels a bit a bit strange huh? then i started thinking am i eating too much chicken rice can there be too much chicken rice is it unhealthy to eat too much because obviously the chicken rice rice is a lot of fats right it's soaked in chicken fat so i'm not too sure then i kind of limit myself i, co- I control this then i think about it okay i'll go like what every week so today i went since last last week i went right so today i go again maybe tomorrow i'll go again one more time then i stop myself and don't go already yeah so when i get obsessed it's like insane like if i, I cannot even imagine if i live in issue right then i'll eat the issue chicken rice every day like it's, it's so good i know some people have their own opinions on whether is it good or not but to me i feel that it's good lah. yeah and the price is also not that bad like, i'd rather eat that i rather eat an expensive plate of chicken rice and even if it's expensive it's cheaper than your kfc and whatever not right yeah so that's that for food and i mean talking about food also there's also exercising like i realized i not realized uh, i think wait did i mention it i think i, I, I might have mentioned it last week that i stopped doing my push-ups i think it's just work you know sometimes work happen and something sometimes bad things happen then you get so stressed that you don't really have time to exercise i think okay i remember i got talked about this before and you know to really develop habits to do do it whether you are happy sad or whatever it is right and i saw the i think anti fitness is running the the discount membership thing in the middle of the year i didn't realize that my friends say they run two times end of the year and middle of the year so there's a 15 percent discount if you do if you get the membership now but i'm not sure man because i was, I was telling my friend like i scared right if i get a membership i'll be wasting money i want to like develop the discipline first by doing push-ups at home every day but then my friend just said you know if you get the membership you will have discipline already because you don't want to 
waste the money away, right? I'm like, okay, makes sense. But for me, it's some cost already, so I'll pop. I might just go for a few times, like you know, no choice, alright. Then I'll just forget about it. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. Then you know, if I go for gym, then I also need to eat eat healthy, eat a lot more to really get my worth, right? It's not just exercising to keep fit. I feel that if I go gym, I want to bulk up to a certain extent. And that also means spending more money eating. And I and now that I'm eating unhealthy, right? If I eat more, then I'm eating more unhealthy food. Like, I don't know what to eat like to, to bulk up healthily. That's another thing. And I, can't, I don't like to drink the kind of like protein because I heard it creates a lot of like, it's very heaty and it creates a lot of pimple. And that, that is like something that is like no-go. I mean, at this age, it's like, I'm not quite sure how many of you guys experienced it before. I'm quite sure all of you did through puberty. Like just having to deal with pimple and all these things is painful. And I feel that I'm, my complexion reach, reach, has reached the point where it's like perfection really. I think there are sometimes people compliment it that says um, it's great, it's, it looks very smooth and everything, which I, I, I get pretty surprised once in a while because when I look at the mirror, I can see all the blemishes, but other people say that it's nice. So I'm not quite sure. I need a third person. It's hard to see from a third person perspective, like from an outside perspective. But hearing that, I mean, I don't even use face, face wash and everything. I just wash my face with water. So if I were to go and eat the protein shake and everything, it's gonna be it's gonna be terrible. I don't need to ruin that 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 complexion, right? But that's that. I think all these worries eventually I just need to take that step ahead to get a membership, right? I think I really need some exercising because I think you know sometimes the solution I reading all these articles, I realize like Maybe I just need to start exercising because I feel that these past few months not not really feeling super happy or great. If I see the if you have listened to the previous episodes you will have heard a few times when I mentioned it. Like there's a void, you know. And I don't think it's like a maybe partly it's a lifestyle or career thing that, you know, or maybe just not having any kind of romantic relationship might have caused it. But I feel that void, right? Or the lack of happiness can be re- easily resolved using exercise. That's what I gather, like based on seeing all the Reddit posts, videos, and everything. All the scientists or all the doctors saying, like, if you exercise, right, it will make you feel better. You will kind of cure or remove that that depression and anxiety thing. Then, like, really, I was thinking about it. Maybe it's just that I just need to start exercising, and maybe half of the Half of the worries, right, will be will magically disappear, right? So hope lah, I hope lah. Now it's July, still got what six more months to do it. Just do it now, right? Do it now. Ah, <laughs> okay, yeah. So besides that, I think what other things talking about the uh, lifestyle, romantic relationship, and career as well. I think in the middle year, I'm not quite sure whether your company does like mid-year reviews my company is doing mid-year review and yeah like that law like nothing much it's just doing mid-year review um i feel that this kind of review stuff like if it's kpi driven i think it's fine but i think they are asking us to do like 
a more longer term view of like charting your path like what are you going to do in your three years time or five years time and that's a, a very i don't know i understand that this somebody told me that like one of the bosses told me this is like a very western kind of style to like do this kind of like thinking like or develop yourself how you want to develop in what ways and and i think it's fine it's cool but just the goal setting part was like three years to five years time i don't even know what i want to do man like even if i set a plan it's probably going to change pretty soon right but i suppose i plan for something right instead of not planning at all but i still not i still not too sure whether this is like effective or not i like there's certain certain planning is still needed but so plan you so far is a bit too much i think because i realized like you know in uni i plan all these things in poly i plan all these things at the end of the day life changes your values change your perspectives change everything is just thrown out of the window right yeah, i'm not even sure whether the plans i put has made any impact or things at all but we will see we will see maybe i'm doing it wrongly i guess yeah but that's that i think career um and also it's about like i think almost getting three years really working at the same company and maybe it's time to consider change of job maybe hopefully they give me promotion you know promotion then you need to think about changing jobs or even with promotion if they don't give me enough pay enough pay rise then also can consider that like right now i'm also not too sure we will see how it goes yeah but that's that uh i think how how long has wow this is 25 minutes podcast episode it's really good i managed to talk so long i was quite quite concerned because i put like a few points written down and i'm not sure whether i was able to speak for that long but it's it's nice it's nice to be able to talk about this kind of stuff so anyway i hope you guys enjoyed it and i will see you guys next time next week probably i would i would you know talk about the malaysia thing i'm not i'm not sure because i'm going to malaysia for the entire weekend so i might just do a do an episode that's unrelated to malaysia in the middle of the week then the following week then i do an episode on malaysia on what i went through and what i did yeah 